0: You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 13, Making Time for Your Marriage. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. Are you ready? Let's go. You welcome. Hey there, friend. I'm so glad you're here today. All right. So today's episode is all about how to make time for your marriage. So I'm gonna start out by sharing kind of how this came about. Last weekend, Devin and I went on a little weekend getaway. We just went to Tucson, which is only an hour and a half from our home. Stayed at a cute little Airbnb. We went to Karchner Caverns. We went to Saguaro National Park and did a little hiking. We ate delicious tacos. I had the most amazing salsa I've ever had in my entire life. So if you ever find yourself in Tucson, Arizona, make sure you go to Seis. I think that's what it was called, like S-E-I-S, six in Spanish, Seis. Ugh, so freaking good, my friends. It was delicious. Anyways, we I planned this little weekend trip for us. Devin is starting school. He started school this last week, like full-time school again. So we won't really see Devin until Christmas. So I wanted to plan something for us to just have some time away before all the craziness started again, right? So I called my mom and she was like, oh yeah, I'll come down for the weekend, take care of your kids, you guys go. So her and my sister and some of my sister's kids came and they took care of my kids. So they got here on Friday and I was finishing up some work. I was finishing up a podcast episode and just, you know, finishing work. And then I ran to school to pick up my little kiddos, and then I came back. And you guys, I hadn't packed for our vacation. Uh, my house was a total mess. I had laundry all over my bed. I hadn't planned what my kids were gonna eat while I was away. I hadn't really planned like things to do. And you guys, usually I'm a planner. Usually when I head out of town, I like to have my house clean and organized. And here, mom, here's a list of things you can eat and things you can do if you get bored. And like, here's the tea. My mom's a mom, like she raised six kids. She's practically super well woman she knows what she's doing but I just feel like that's what I should do right like I should be prepared and organized and make it as easy as my mom as I possibly can well I didn't I didn't do any of that you know how it is you live your life it was kind of a crazy week and the night before I left I was just like you know what no I could stay up and scrub this house but I'm not going to I could make meal plans and run to the store but you know what I'm not going to I'm gonna go to bed and so that's what I did Anyways, I finish up working and I start packing and I'm really flustered and Devin's asking me questions, my mom is asking me questions and I'm just like throwing things in a suitcase. Finally, we like get in the car, I'm starving, haven't eaten all day, you know how it is. We go and we eat some lunch and I'm just feeling really flustered. I'm not feeling excited to go on this trip with my husband. I'm just sitting there thinking about all the things that I probably should have done I'm just feeling kind of bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, my mom probably thinks that I'm just like such a nightmare. She probably thinks that I totally don't have my life together and I'm a mess and (laughs) you know what? I'm sure my mom wasn't thinking that, but even if she did, like it's okay. I know that my mom loves me and you know what? She's a mom, she gets it. But it was just kind of funny. Like I just had a hard time calming myself down and I had a hard time just getting in this space of like, oh yeah, I'm on vacation now and this is gonna be fun and I'm gonna spend time with my husband and that's gonna be super lit. And then, you know, I find myself worrying about my kids. Well, Brooks has a cough and he hates to be without me. So what if he has a hard time this weekend? I'm just like, my head is everywhere else except for one-on-one vacay time with the hubby hubster. Okay, so there's a few things that I want to talk about with this. The first thing is, you guys, is you have to create intentional one-on-one time with your spouse. We all want these amazing connected wonderful relationships with our spouse, but I think we think they're just kind of going to happen, especially if we have found, air quote, the right person, right? If we have married the right person, then it's gonna be easy, it's gonna be super natural, we're just gonna want to want them all the time, we're gonna want to spend all this time with them all the time. I think we just kind of think it's gonna be that way, and I think society or our culture or our religion kind of makes it seem that way. Like if you jump through these hoops, once you actually are married, it's just gonna be easy and fun, and you're gonna be obsessed with that person. But the reality is you being married is just one part of who you are. It's just one part of your identity, right? You have lots of other identities and roles. Maybe you're a mom, maybe you have a career, maybe you are in full-time school, like whatever it is, it's not like you don't have anything else besides your role as a spouse. It's just one of the hats that you wear. It's one of the roles that you juggle. Sometimes we forget that it is one of those roles that we have to spend intentional time developing and creating in order to make it good. And in order to make it more connected, and harmonious and joyful and whatever it is that you're looking for in your relationship. So that's the first thing that I want you to remember is great relationships do not happen naturally. Great relationships are made. Great relationships are created intentionally. And one of the ways that happens is by time, by devoting and giving up time to spend with that person and to spend creating that connection and creating that relationship. The second thing I want you to know is you may not want to always give that time up. I get it, time is super valuable and you have so many demands on your time. If you have little children, they seem to demand 110% of your time. If you have a career, if you have schooling, basically if you have any other desires of developing yourself and your life outside of your marriage, then there are going to be battles for where you spend your time. Right, and I think that's normal. And I know that it is just something we have to figure out. There is a kind of little side tangent here. There's some I think it was like a real, it was probably a conference talk or something, but I saw it as a real end. Elder Bednar of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles did this little blurb on balance, and he talks about how we are always trying to achieve balance. We always talk about how we just need to be more balanced in our lives, and we need to be more balanced in the things that we eat, and blah 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 blah. It's all about balance. And then he says, which it's like kind of jarring to hear him say this, but then once it cycles through your system, you like feel refreshed and like, you're actually not that bad of a human, but he says, listen, you guys balance is not possible. Okay. Because if you are sitting at the dinner table, eating dinner with your family, then guess what? You're neglecting your job and you're neglecting your church calling and you're neglecting serving your neighbor, right? Because you are at the dinner table eating dinner. If you are out on a date with your spouse, that means you are, neglecting is not the word that he says and that's not the right word, but you kind of get what I'm saying. If you are on a date with your spouse, then you aren't at home with your kids and you aren't working in your business, right? You're on a date with your spouse. So basically he says, you know I think the idea of balance is actually kind of harmful and let's just be where our feet are. So meaning if you are on a date with your spouse, sister, be on that date with your spouse. And if you are at the kitchen table eating dinner, put your D word phone away and be at that kitchen table eating dinner, making connection with your family. And if you are at work, be at work. And I want you to know that I understand how challenging this is. I'm still new, you guys know if you've been listening that my kids are going to a little school slash daycare program a few times a week. And when that happens, I want you to know I dread Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because it's still hard for my kids to go. And while I sit here and I work, my mind is constantly thinking about my children about half the time, you know? And my mind is waiting for the clock to be 11.50 a.m. so I can get in the car and go get my babies and the uncomfortableness can be over. It's an act, it's a fight of me sitting here being able to work and also me sitting here missing my babies, worrying about my babies, hoping that they're gonna be okay, hoping that I'm not ruining their lives completely. So there is dissonance going on in my brain and going on in what I'm doing, but essentially I can see a bigger picture. I know that you know what, in the long run, I do believe that this is what's best for my family. This is allowing me to develop and listen to this part of me that wants to do this and wants to serve my community and my world in in more than one way. So I've just allowed it to be okay. I've just made peace with feeling bad and I work anyways. What I'm saying is complete balance is not achievable. But instead, what if we just committed to being where we are when we are there? So tying this back into making time for your marriage, I want to teach you something simple that is so powerful and actually works if you do it. So here's the T: If you are in a marriage and if you're in a relationship that you want to make amazing and you want to increase your connection and your love and your peace and your companionship, then that means you're going to need to spend some time with that person. You're gonna have to develop it. But how in the world do you create more time? You have a job, you have children, you have a calling, you have a family, it's so much. You are very needed in so many different spaces and in so many different ways. And then you get home and it's nighttime and all you wanna do is collapse into that bed and snooze until a kid wakes up or the alarm goes off or whatever, the next day begins, right? I totally get it. So how in the world are you supposed to carve out more time when it already feels like you are in the negative zone when it comes to time, you are already lacking? So I wanna suggest a few things. A, time, the way you think about time creates how you feel about time and how you feel about time determines what you do with your time. So if you are one of those people that is always thinking there's not enough time, I don't have enough time, I'm so busy, I'm so behind, you will find yourself not utilizing your time very well because you have a negative relationship with time because of the way you're thinking about it. So this is a very simple trick that you can just start to be aware of the way that you think about time. How do you think about time? Are you on the scale or the side of, yep, I don't have enough of it. It's always gone. We need more. There's not enough hours in the day. And if that's your relationship with time, you're going to find it hard to create more of it. But on the other hand, what if you just tried believing you have plenty of time that everybody in the world, no matter where they live, gets 24 hours and you are in complete control of how you choose to spend those 24 hours. No one is making you do anything, you guys. You get to choose how you use your time and you get to choose how you're going to think about time and what you're going to believe about it. So for me, I tell myself all the time, there is room for all of it here. There is time for all this. I just believe that I'm going to use my time for the most important things. I believe that there is enough of it, that there's plenty of time, that I'm not behind. And that helps me to feel more empowered to use my time in the ways that I want to. So test that out. What is your relationship with time? The next thing is if something is important to you, you know that you have to make time for it. You know that it's important to feed your children, so you make that happen, even if you don't want to. You know that you have to get out of your bed every morning, so you make time for that. You figure out how to do that, even if you don't want to. So I want you to see that you totally have the skill and you totally know how to do things you don't want to do. You're actually really good at it. So it's not a problem if you don't want to do something. Did you know this? You don't have to want to do something in order to do it. You can just do it anyways, even if you don't want to. And that's such a powerful thing to do because it teaches your brain like, hey, we don't have to want to in order to do something. We can just do it anyways. So going back to scheduling time with your spouse, I literally want you to pull out your calendar in whatever form you do it. If it's digital, if it's a wall calendar, whatever. And I want you to sit down and list all of the things that you gotta do in a week. So give yourself some time and some space and just start making a to-do list. Like these are the things that I gotta do. And on that list, you guys, your marriage like you've got to devote some time to your marriage whether that is sex whether it's friday night date whether it's watching tv together whether it's just conversing whatever it is whatever connection you want to build in your marriage maybe it's lots of those things maybe it's a combination of all of those things in the same week amazing i want you to pull out your calendar and schedule it in now i know how unsexy this sounds but listen if you aren't this intentional about it it's not going to happen because you have so many demands on your time and because you are tired. We are tired. We are not like children that seem to have a completely limitless supply of energy. What I wouldn't give to have the energy of little kids, right? But we don't have that. So you have to recognize, okay, this is what I want. I want to talk to my spouse more. Or you know what? I want to have more sex with them. That would be good. Or you know what? I just want to date them. I want to go out to dinner with them without our kids so we can actually look at each other and talk and and connect and check in and see how one another are doing. And you can even just start with one thing. If you feel overwhelmed, your brain will shut down. So if you start to feel overwhelmed, there's a really simple hack. You just say, hey, brain, listen, I've got you. Let's just pick one thing. Let's pick one thing that we want to do this week to invest time in our relationship. What is it? Go to dinner? Okay, amazing. Let's look at our calendar. When can we go to dinner? What time do we have open? And your brain is going to say, oh my gosh, you don't have any time. You're so busy. And you know what? You're going to have to call a babysitter and that's expensive and it takes time and energy. So you know what? How about you just stay at home and then like maybe if you and your husband aren't feeling so tired, you can eat some dinner together and maybe watch a movie or something. If you leave it up to that, then it will be left up to that and the chances of it happening go way down. So instead you look at your calendar, you pick a time and then you invite your spouse. And I mean, you're gonna have to do this with your spouse. You gotta line up calendars. If they're not there right at the moment, give several options. So it's like, okay, I have time Friday at 6 p.m. I could do a lunch date on Wednesday at 12 p.m. or we could do Saturday at 4 p.m. Those are the times that I have open. I'm gonna text my spouse these options. Hey, and you guys, come on, this is sexy to be like, hey, babe, I've been thinking about you. I really wanna hang out these are the times I have available, when does it work for you? When can we get together this week? Like that's sweet, okay? You can do that, give them options. If it's not an option for you to sit side by side with your spouse and look at the calendar and decide when you can spend time together, do something like that, make it easy for them. If none of those times work, don't be discouraged. You ask your spouse, all right, it's totally fine, you tell me, what times do you have available in your calendar this week and let me see if I can make any of those work. But find a time and you don't take no for an answer. That's one of the rules. When you are making time for your marriage, no is not an answer. And if really there's no way for you to get out, then you plan an hour before you go to bed, or you plan an hour to chat, to do whatever. I promise you that you have time. If you want it bad enough, you will make time for this relationship. So you schedule it in your calendar and you both agree, yep, We're going out to dinner on Friday at 4 p.m. Then I wanna tell you something. The closer you get to Friday at 4 p.m., the harder it is going to feel to get out on that date. You're gonna become more tired. Things are gonna pop up on your calendar. Some, a friend might call you and say, hey, do you wanna have a girls' night on Friday? And can I tell you something? You know what the answer is to girlfriend that calls for girls' night? No, I'm going out with my husband. What are you doing on Saturday? The answer is no. Or if you're headed out the door on a date and your mom calls you, You guys, there's this amazing thing on your phone, that red button or the silent button. You don't answer the phone. I just giggle about this. I have so many clients that are just like, yeah, but like I just always get interrupted or someone needs me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're choosing. You're choosing to answer the phone. You're choosing to say yes to the girlfriend when really the answer is no, because you already have scheduled time with your spouse. So you schedule that time, and unless your spouse has a herniated disc and you find yourself in the ER, you are going on that date. You say no to other things because you have already said yes to you and your spouse. And if you say yes ahead of time, it's way easier to get there. Now the last thing I wanna talk to you about is what I talked about at the beginning. When you get on date night, if you are not feeling excited about date night, Nothing's wrong with you. It totally makes sense. It makes sense that you're tired. It makes sense that you're flustered. It makes sense that you feel overwhelmed. But what I wanna tell you is that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be there. And it also doesn't mean that you need to change something so that you feel really excited all of a sudden. Can you just sit with yourself? Can you let flustered be in your body and go on the date anyways? Can you feel tired and go on the date anyways? Because if you show up for yourself, and your spouse, your brain starts to see this amazing pattern. They do what they say they're going to do. They're honest with themselves and that is amazing. It's easy to make commitments and follow through with them with other people, right? We're pretty good at that. But when you make a commitment to yourself, when you make something on the calendar that you say you're gonna do, how often do you actually do it? And I wanna tell you that that is one of the most powerful skills that you can learn to develop in your life because think about it. If you consistently showed up for yourself and your spouse when you say you are going to, think of the relationship that you are going to create. If you spend intentional time with your spouse, even when you feel tired, even when you don't want to, even when you're worried about your kids, ultimately you are going to create an amazing relationship. And I want to tell you, especially at the beginning, it's like when I went on my trip this weekend at the beginning, I did, I felt really overwhelmed. I felt flustered. I felt like I needed to go home and make a meal plan and clean the toilet and fold all the laundry. And then I could go cause I would feel better. But I said, no, this is what we scheduled. I'm going right now anyways, and it's all going to be okay. A, my mom's at home and she's a queen. She's probably gonna fold my clothes for me. And if she doesn't, guess what? Clothes, wait, I'll just fold them. I know my babies are safe and this is where I'm supposed to be right now, so I'm going to be here. I allowed myself time to just not feel very good, but then eventually I started to feel better because I did what I said I was going to do and because I was there with my spouse you know? So it's okay if you don't feel super excited or thrilled about it at the beginning, but if you give yourself a chance, you're going to feel better. To wrap up, here are the main points. Amazing relationships don't just happen. They are created by spending intentional time together. You don't have to feel good in order to spend time with your spouse. And in order to spend time with your spouse, you have to schedule it on your calendar You have to invite your spouse and get a commitment from them. And then you have to show up. You have to do it. If you said you were going to do it, you show up for that thing no matter what. And you guys, if you do that, an amazing relationship, a more connected relationship, a greater partnership and companionship is inevitable. It it takes the guesswork out of it. If you put time in, you're going to have a better relationship. This is something that you can totally do. You're completely capable. So I want to invite you to go try it. Go schedule intentional time with your spouse. Go schedule intentional activities that you want to happen. Put them on the calendar. When you don't want to do it, you just tell your brain, oh, it's totally fine. Good thing we don't have to want to. We're just going to do it anyways. And show up and start creating that marriage. If you put time in, your marriage will improve. All right, my friends, have a lovely week. Go schedule some time because you do have time. You have plenty of it. And if you invested in your marriage, you're going to get an amazing return. All right, friend, take care. We'll see you here next time.